Going beyond the headlines? Getting to the heart of the story. Calgary Today with Joe McFarland on 770 CHQR. As you heard on the news, Canada's energy regulator ruling in favor of Kinder Morgan's in its appeal seeking to sidestep some municipal permits needed for the expansion of the Trans Mountain Pipeline. Kent Fellows is a research associate with the School of Public Policy at the University of Calgary. He's been helping us follow this along the way. Hello, Kent. Hello. Remind my listeners why we even had the energy regulator, uh, the NEB, ruling on this. Yeah, so a couple of months ago, uh, TransCanada started making noises that they thought the permitting process in Burnaby was taking too long and that Burnaby was sort of dragging its feet. Uh, so they filed with the National Energy Board on uh, something that's sort of a technicality, but uh, a constitutional motion saying, hey, uh, does Burnaby have the authority to stall us out? And if they don't, uh, is there something that the uh, National Energy Board can do to overrule these uh, these um, bylaws, given that we already have all of our regulations? approvals and, and approval from the federal government. And so the NEB ruled in favor of TransCanada then? It did. What does this mean, though, as far as Burnaby? Because, Kent, I'm always concerned that we just seem to go through one decision after another, one barrier after another. It does sort of feel like kicking the can down the road. Um, I would expect that Burnaby is, is going to take a look uh, at whether uh, they can file a court challenge to this. Um, but but I think probably the NEB is on pretty solid ground. Uh, it derives its its power from uh, federal legislation. Um, and, you know, I'm not a constitutional lawyer, but constitutionally transportation is a federal mandate. It's a federal issue. Uh, so I think the NEB is on pretty solid ground. So what this means for uh, Kinder Morgan and Trans Mountain is they can now start uh, some of their uh, more in-depth planning and actually start construction on some of these uh, uh, parts of the uh, project. Now, that decision focused on the city of Burnaby, but we have also heard that there are environmentalists, there are Aboriginal groups that are still opposed to the expansion of the pipeline. Is this something we could still see down the road? Yeah, it's a case of sort of never say never. Um, you know, these challenges can pop up all the way along the process. Um, so I wouldn't advise anyone to hold your breath until you have that first uh, uh, barrel of oil pumping through the pipeline. Um, but but I also don't want to downplay that th- this is uh, an important step for Trans Mountain um, in-, in terms of getting through some more of these hurdles. Um, other hurdles may pop up, uh, but at the moment uh, it-, it looks like it's going to be a fairly clear path to construction. And uh, an article I was reading today was saying that the company, Trans Mountain, had said originally they were setting their sights on an operational date of December of 2019, but they've already pushed that back to September of 2020. So it's almost as if the company knows what it still could face. Yeah, I think they're being realistic about it. Um you know, the the old saying, time is money, really does hold here, that they have a lot of capital tied up here, and, and they're and they're paying for that capital already, and they're not getting anything back from it. Um, so they're certainly interested in an earlier in-service date, um, but that also has to be weighed against, you know, what's a realistic timeline, because um, you, you don't want to miss the self-imposed deadline. Uncertainty is, is really bad here as well. So if you're setting up contracts, people who are actually going to ship on the pipeline, uh, I think it pays to be a little bit conservative in those estimates. Can't we keep your number on speed dial because there's always something developing. We appreciate your time today. My pleasure. Dr. Kent Fellows, Research Associate with the School of Public Policy at the University of Calgary.